3: Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way. In a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are BODY. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.
0: Oh, you sound like you were laughing, so I thought there was something good coming. Um, I, no, I have I to am, pick I... up the cadence of your voice sometimes to see what's coming. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, something you can't share. Sometimes, yes, it's better. I don't. Yeah.
2: <laughs> sometimes I'm just amusing myself. and nobody. The else... best show
0: he has is off the air. Yeah, and,
2: and nobody else would understand. You know, I, oh, I've realized that, that much of what goes. a little
0: strange mind world.
2: Much, what, believe me, it doesn't play at home, it doesn't play anywhere. So Oh, it's
0: beyond the evil channel? I uh, see, and then, yeah. In
2: many ways, it it's is. It's a so channel I, I, that no one can pick up.
0: The Moist Line is back tomorrow. Uh, you still have time to leave a message using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon. You can call the toll free number, 1 877 Moist86, 1 877 664. Seven eight eight six. Well, we're on repeat again. We have a governor coming out talking about the lack of water, the drought, and what we need to do to plan for the future and our water needs. We've heard this from Jerry Brown. I think we even heard this from Schwarzenegger years ago. Oh, sure. And we now have, as you know, the preening,
2: posturing, virtue signaling Gavin Newsom, who's really good at announcing the obvious. And then you think, hey, haven't you been governor for four years and you've done none of this?
0: And what happened to three pages? Earlier in the show, I looked at the story. I think it was the El Segundo Times. He released a 16-page plan, but the Mercury News says it's 19 pages. (laughs) He's had three more pages of wisdom. Listen to this. It directs state agencies to accelerate permitting and offer increased financial assistance to local water projects as the state struggles with the eight year of a drought in the past 11 years. He's
2: discovered this idea of building new reservoirs, desalination plants. Oh, it's well that's let's, breakthrough let's get on assemblyman uh, Devin Mathis from uh, Vesalia and a Republican uh, a Republican welcome to the John and Ken show Devin are you there
4: yeah I am here what's going on John and Ken hi yeah. I mean
2: uh, it's pretty exciting he uh, had a whole list I, of I things would say that it was we... flowing but it's not
4: the water so
0: yeah so, I mean, this is stuff that uh, should have been done many years yeah, ago. Yeah, can you explain to us why this is like a broken record? What about all these projects we were promised with all of like the two- 2014 water bond, Prop 1?
4: Right. Well, I mean, if you want to dive into that, it's just the, the simple fact is you've got state agencies that are not beholden to anybody, and they slow down the process. Their staff turned down the permits. You know, we get into water. They call, you know, deep into the 19 pages, there's stuff about voluntary agreements. There's There's been offers on voluntary agreements to get more water moving, but they turn them all down. They're like, oh, that's not good enough for us, so so go back to the drawing board.
2: Well, that, that, so, to, go, to go to that 2014 water bond, $7.5 billion. The public approved of it. It's eight years later. There's supposed supposedly seven projects on paper. Reservoirs. Correct. But but, but Correct. none of it's happened. I mean, nothing has happened.
4: That is your state water resources control board.
2: And there's nothing to force them to move.
4: You know, it, it gets into the whole it's the same type of thing dealing with the coastal commission. You know, you got a governor, he appoints these people, right? But when there's a project to be done and they go to vote on it, what happens? We saw this with Huntington Beach with the desal project.
0: Right.
2: It took 20 years to put that project together.
4: It, it, it Not to mention the, the hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, that wasn't cheap to put that together.
2: And that was the Coastal Commission that voted it down just yeah, recently. Yeah.
4: But, but that... But that desal project, the, the thing people need to know out there is a desal project is essentially the equivalent to building a dam. And the costs now are about the same. So if you put a desal project online, it's, it relieves the pressure upstream through the San Joaquin Valley, through the Bay Delta, and all of that. Well, if But this I is what got, you got—you got Sites Reservoir, right? Sites Reservoir is supposed to be above the Delta. You capture all that stormwater, all of that. You hold it up there. You move it through the Delta, strategic times, all all this good stuff, right? We've heard all this since, since before I was even in office. Where is it at? It's shovel ready, it's <laughs> the bureaucrats.
0: What 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 are the list of excuses that the bureaucrats use is it environmentalists blocking this is it just red tape that they have in their system how how does this happen
4: Well you you just said it the, the environmentalist groups that work for these agencies you know it, it's uh we we go from red tape to what they're now calling green tape right the environmental tape and they just don't want to do anything
2: well, uh, I don't know what's the public supposed to do here because they approved the seven and a half billion dollars, and it's not being spent, and they're not, you know, constructing the projects. So what yeah, now? now what, what, and then they're telling us there's a terrible drought.
4: Elections have consequences, right? Yeah, you know, there's the old saying: you, you get the government you vote for. It. So. What, what? I mean, part, part of it, part of the 19 pages? I mean, you, you see this right? He, he Newsom talks about uh, this will be enough water for 8.4 million households. Now, that's interesting that he would use 8.4 million households, right? We, we've we've all heard the numbers before that the current state water infrastructure was built and designed, you know, 30 plus years ago, 60s, 70s. This was designed for about 15 million people, and we're 40 million. So how many millions of people is 8.4 million households? I mean, why why are we using a household number? And another part of this plan that that really gets me Right, I'm a San Joaquin Valley guy, so agriculture is our number one stake, but, I mean, our food's got to come from somewhere. And I know sometimes it's, oh, you're growing too many nuts, you're doing this and all that stuff, but we grow the cleanest, healthiest, most environmentally sound, less pesticide. I mean, best worker conditions in the entire planet. So if we're not growing the food here, because, you know, you kind of need water to do that, then where's our food going to come from? Is it going to be imported sitting off of the port of Long Beach rotten to come in?
2: Long before people uh, connected droughts to, to climate change, we have had mega droughts that have lasted hundreds of years. There was a 200-year yep. drought that, uh, and I'm taking this from the San Jose Mercury News, a 240-year drought that started in the year 850 until the year 1190. And then there was another drought that ran from the uh, year 1240 to 1420. And, and that's, they've been able to measure in our history. Now, we don't know when these things start. This can go, and there have been many 20-year droughts over the last 1,000 years. So we could be Correct. in the middle of a 3-year, 5-year, 20-year, 1,000-year drought. We don't know. And and it, it seems that the last thing we ought to be doing is is squabbling over nonsense. It just may not rain here for the rest of our lives for all we know.
4: Well, that goes to the decel point, does it not?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: You know, they talk about ocean rising, so suck some of that water and move it to the valley. Do some groundwater recharge with it.
0: Yeah, well, and I keep reading that the environmentalists believe that desalination causes too many problems with the water and the the marine life, I guess it is. Yeah, but they believe all kinds of stuff.
4: They they believe anything that gets them an excuse in a court case to make more money.
2: Is that what it is? All these groups, it's just a way that this is their business. This is how they that get is. donations. This is how their lawyers get paid running the cases. Because, you know, having a 200-year a drought and us not being able to supply water, that's going to cause a lot of damage, too.
4: Yeah, but if that's your business model.
2: Well, that's what it seems to be. Because...
4: If you, if, you talk to, if you talk to the building and trades guys, right, the guys that actually physically go out and build those things, they are ready to go. They're all about let's put shovels in the ground, let's put beams, let's weld some stuff, let's get it done and get it built. When, when you pull all the different special interest groups back, there's one special interest that's in the way. And they'll sue over environmental quality acts, they'll do everything that they can to block it, and they'll tie it up into court, and, and who's making the money? The attorneys. Yeah. All, all your tax dollars and everything that goes into that gets tied up from litigation by these
2: groups. And and they sell it to the public by scaring them about climate change. That's the well, cover. If, That's what keeps for, people emotionally supportive.
4: Correct. Correct. It's uh, you know right off the gate. The governor talks about, you know, it's, it's going to be more arid in these dry, thirsty plants. So so let's talk about dry, thirsty plants. How many wildfires do we got going on? How much money is the governor supposed to spend to clean up our forest? Those are some dry, thirsty plants. What has he done? Because I, I remember when Jerry Brown was in, at least Jerry Brown did a tree mortality task force, and we started undercovering, you know, what, what we need to do, some forest cleanup, some other things. Newsom comes in, right? You said, here here we are four years later. What's been done? He's lied about it. He said he was going to do forest management, and then nothing happens.
2: All right. Well, thank you for coming on with us, Devin Mathis from Visalia, Republican Assemblyman. We'll, we'll, let's talk again as this plays uh, out here.
4: I mean, guys, it's, it's simple. You've got to invest in the actual stuff. You've got to do the storage. You've got to do the desal. You've got to fix the canals. You've got to do the groundwater recharge. You've got to do the water recycling. But What we have here is a 19-page fluff piece that talks about a whole bunch of stuff. What I've got to deal with what my colleagues got to deal with in the next couple of weeks is what the actual trailer bill language is going to look like. Because in California, we don't actually you know, do a budget all at once. We just roll it out. So we got to figure out, t- take this 19 pages and actually see what they're actually going to put into print so we can know what to vote on what the people are going to get.
2: All right, Tim. Thanks very Thanks much for, for coming on. on. Thank you. All right. By the way, there are 17,000 desalination plants worldwide. This is not a novel experimental idea. 17,000. Oh, yeah. Especially
0: when you're talking about the Middle East.
2: Saudi Arabia, United Arab, countries, right? United Arab Emirates, Israel, they have large-scale multiple desalination plants because otherwise they're all dead. That's, yep. that's where we have to go.
0: We've got to suck up the oceans. All right, got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Well, the uh, update on the man that tried to enter the FBI building in Ohio. Yes. Yes. Um, They've named him Ricky Walter Schiffer. And they're now saying he was shot dead by police. He tried to get into the FBI field office. He had a nail gun and an AR-15. And uh, obviously he wasn't going to get in, but he may have fired shots. And eventually he got in a car and drove off. They chased him. He pulled off at a rest stop. And apparently as they approached him, he raised a gun towards them and they shot him dead. But uh, here's your kicker. I'll wait because it's pretty dramatic. He did attend the Capitol riot January 6th. <laughs>
2: I don't know that he was arrested. Yeah, it doesn't saying. say. Or so he was, he he was w-
0: at the Capitol during the January 6th insurrection. So he had some business uh, that he wanted to it conduct. It could be he might have been motivated by the raid on Mar-a-Lago. We oh. don't know that
2: yet. Oh, yeah. That's- no, I'm, you know, if, if th- they better have something spectacular on Trump because this crowd's going to go nuts I think is this a... is only the
0: first of this. Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I well, don't...
0: The FBI director has made a plea, saying that we're getting horrible threats online. Yeah. from people, but uh, you know, <laughs> most people are just a lot of talk.
2: And yeah, most of them are. But, but again, you only need you know a dozen, a hundred, a thousand yeah. to cause incredible mayhem and a lot of damage and a lot of tragedy. You know, right. I mean, look how much tragedy one shooter causes when he walks into a school. And uh, I, 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 I hate like I don't make predictions because we don't know what we don't know. But if they don't have something real, like a real smoking gun on something way more serious than you know, he was holding on to uh, classified documents. Th- that crowd, like this guy, they're gonna they're gonna go crazy.
0: There's a report today that Joe Biden was holding secret meetings with historians, policy experts, and even Bill Clinton. And some of them told him that the U.S. is facing a crisis similar to the tensions before the Civil War Mm. and the fascist movement that led to the Second World War. That these scholars are studying what's going on in America today and are comparing it historically to some pretty big ripples in history there. The Civil War, of course, because everyone believes that's kind of there's a real rift between these two sides. And then, of course, World War Two. When you have a a, a sizable minority who
2: feels completely alienated and disrespected and abused by the government and they feel they have no longer anything in common with the uh, with the uh, powers that rule things or with the elites in the coastal cities. Uh, con- considering their temperament, their makeup, their access to weapons, if they keep getting what they perceive as dirt kicked in their face,
0: yeah. Uh,
2: then I know a couple of people live in these small rural towns in in the West, and and there is a sizable contingent in these rural towns that that are all they talk about is is seceding. All they talk about is is tr- trying to get out from under. Let's say it's Sacramento. Or it's Washington. You know, they, they, they want to be separate, independent. They want to control their destiny. They hate all the values of these progressive governments. And they're extremely angry. And they feel completely disrespected. And, um, you know, and, and what Trump's secret power, <laughs> even though he's, you know, a rich guy, lives in a, in a in a Manhattan Tower, is he channels...
0: Their into anger, that. Yeah.
2: yeah. And so that's why they adore him no matter what. And he right. knows that. That's why he famously said, I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it. And he's right. He could.
0: Uh, just to wrap up, we were talking about in the last segment with an assemblyman from the Central Valley. Newsom came out today to talk about the future of water. Now, the thing that was a little different beside this 19-page report, he did a lot of yapping about the fact that We have to stop talking so much about conservation. We need to talk about increasing the supply. Now, the response from a water expert, and I think this is worth reading, Jeffrey Mount is a professor emeritus at UC Davis and a senior fellow at the Public Policy Institute of California's Water Center. He said that uh, we've heard this before, the Schwarzenegger administration, the Brown administration, the News administration, they want to speed up the water projects. But he says, you aren't going to get rid of the Clean Water Act, the Endangered Species Act, and our water rights system. All of those laws are designed to make us stop and think about what we're doing to avoid causing harm. And there are a myriad of more laws. The laws are designed to stop something bad happening, but they can also allow or keep good things from happening. And Newsom did say the time to get, oh, of course, this is Newsom. The time to get these damn projects is ridiculous. It's absurd. It's reasonably comedic. In many ways, the world we invented from an environmental perspective is now getting in the way of moving these projects forward. Now, is that just talk from him? Well, it always because that is part of the problem, as we just talked about. All of this stuff gets just caught up in environmental reviews and in court cases and. Litigation and bureaucratic red tape. Well, that's the thing. He's a performance artist. I have noticed occasionally, if you isolate
2: certain quotes from speeches or press releases, he sounds like a rational guy who's going to do something practical and concrete and get things done because these environmental laws and movements are going to be choking us. We're going to be out of electricity. We're going to be out of water. Uh, We're going to have uncontrollable fires. And and the policies and the laws are horrific, and and I'm with what uh, our our guest said. Uh, uh, Devin Mathis, the Assemblyman. Devin Mathis, right. This is like everything else, an industry, and 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 they get these environmental groups get lots of donations, they lobby and frighten. Politicians, they donate to politicians. They get these laws passed. They get the public on their side by scaring them. You know, climate change, extinction, like all, all, all the, all that stuff, and it works. And people, people always want to be on the side of Mother Earth. They always do, right? And so, oh, yeah, I want to save the planet. I want to save the environment. Say, so but this hysteria, so they have emotional public support. And now, here come the lawyers, and the lawyers start filing lawsuits, and they block. Everything. The lawyers make money. These organizations make money from all the donations. The politicians make money from the environmental group donations. And they got a racket going. And that's what everything is, whether it's the homeless, whether it's high speed rail, it's environmental b- building reservoirs or desalination plants. It's all now a racket.
0: All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right, well, this story is indicative of what you deal with with the L.A. County District Attorney's Office. Uh, We were waiting, and I think it's going to be within a week. About a week from today, we're going to find out whether or not there's enough signatures that are qualified (laughs) that will put the recall of L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon on the ballot, probably late this year or early next year if it happens. In case you haven't been following this, the sampling that they took did not meet the bar needed for the measure to be placed on the ballot. So now they're looking at all hundreds of thousands of signatures, and that's why it's going to take them probably until around August 17th for a final decision on whether or not there are enough qualified signatures. But something else that's going on that's worth spending a few minutes on, there is a Los Angeles County Civil Service Commission hearing that is going to be going on, and... Um, The people that are going to be deposed are these public defenders that George Gascon brought on to his office and made them sort of special advisors or special assistants. But basically, he knew coming into that office with his directives and the fact that he wanted to dismantle the criminal justice system, he wanted to remove things like enhancements, all the directives that he put out there. He knew that there would be resistance from the existing deputy DAs. He knew that. So he had to bring in his own operatives.
2: Yeah, and they were going to be his administrators to enforce the new uh, woke justice that Gascone was implementing.
0: If you've been listening to the show, you might be familiar with some of the names. Shalane Joseph and Elisa Blair. That's a couple of the people involved in this. Now, the civil service complaint, and it's a little bit in the weeds, but basically what is happening is deputy DAs and other employees of the DA's office are complaining that these people got favorable treatment. Remember, this is a civil service situation. These are government jobs. That, you know, there's some sort of nepotism going on here, that they were allowed to get these positions for which they're not really qualified for, and there were people who are already in the DA's office that were more qualified that should have gotten these. Uh, Prosecutors who were on promotion eligibility lists were passed over by Gascon in favor favor of hiring people like Tiffany Blacknell. Remember that name? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And Alyssa Blair. No, these are are terrible,
2: terrible people, uh, Tiffany Blacknell and Alyssa Blair, because they were the ones who made sure that uh, people were not, uh, well, criminals were not going to be prosecuted properly or that criminals were going to be released early or resentenced. They were the enforcers.
0: They these were were some of the defund the police people. They put out some horrible tweets back after the George Floyd happening. Violent tweets they put out
2: against the police. These are the ones who want to burn down the the, the system and, you know, close the prisons. You know, shut down the police department. Real crazy radicals. And that's who Gascoigne hired. That's who he was surrounded by. And you know they have a hierarchy in the uh, district attorney's office, and you're supposed to move up from one level to the next uh, as uh, with with your seniority and with your performance. Right now, and that was all bypassed for these crazies.
0: So the the one that's in the news is this Tiffany Blacknell, who is Gascon's chief spokeshole. And the reason it's in the news is she wants this deposition to be private. She does not want. The public and her testimony to be made public. She wants it sealed. And the reason she's citing is her safety. Her safety. Claiming that, you know, since all that's gone on the last year and a half, anybody involved in any kind of controversial situation these days is going to get threats. Anybody in public life just has to accept that. Because there's always going to be people that oppose whatever you're doing. And some of them are going to be crazy and threaten you. Yeah, And, 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 and
2: social media is, is, is such a toxic sewer. And everybody writes
0: everything now. Right. So she wants the hearings to be closed. Testimony sealed to prevent what's described as disturbance by spectators and witness intimidation. According to the motion. But it'd be really interesting. I mean, this is a deposition, so you're under oath. You're not supposed to lie. And they're going to probably ask some questions about how they got these jobs. Yeah, and what, your, what are your
2: qualifications for the jobs? And why are you more qualified than the people who were bypassed? There was only one reason. There it was a, only one reason. You they were, could carry out his deeds. Right. You weren't going to prosecute criminals, and you were going to let other criminals out early. Right. That that, that That's the qualifications. Um, she... Uh, said that she's been referenced repeatedly by name in pieces by right-wing media outlets online and in print, in podcasts, and on the radio.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah, we've mentioned all their names. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah, well, because, look, you took a job, and you you made decisions. You do work that leads to people getting killed and people getting, getting hurt, attacked, robbed, because you keep putting these guys back out on the streets without any punishment at all in some cases, or minimal punishment. So, so like like the like the cops we were talking about, like the two El Monte cops, like uh, the the cop uh, who got shot in Downey. Yeah, the Monterey Park cop. The Monterey Park cop. I mean, that is a direct result of their actions. Gascone and 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 this woman, Tiffany Blacknell, and Alyssa Blair, and and many others. So I mean, you're creating this mayhem. And that's so, why your name is mentioned all over the place. I don't know who assisted uh, who assisted Steve Cooley when he was the DA. I have no idea who those deputies were.
0: So the claim by the deputy DAs in these actions is that the three of them—that would be uh, Blair Blacknell and the Celine Joseph—they were not qualified to take a competitive exam to become a grade three or grade four deputy DA. They did not have the required two years of experience at a lower employment grade. So what they're saying is we're following the civil service rules for the DA's office. And these three were not qualified to be put in the positions they were put in. I think it's a great action. I think it exposes Gascon for what he really is. He knew he had to bring in public defender types like himself to carry out uh, his uh, operation. Because he couldn't find anybody in the district attorney's office who
2: would make these decisions with him. Nobody else would do it. They have, now, what, about 800 or so deputy DAs? Literally none of them would do this. So he had to bring in the outsider public defenders. And there's quite a few. I mean, we mentioned three of them,
0: but there's there's, a, there's a, a number of others. Right. So we don't know what the decision will be and who makes the decision as to whether or not this will be public or private. It, I wouldn't plan on attending it, but I would like to see the results of it when they're questioned. Yeah, and they should make public all the depositions, too. There should be
2: no secrets. We're paying for Tiffany Blacknell's salary. We're paying for her to release violent prisoners early or not prosecute violent felons. We're paying for this. So, yeah, if she was improperly given this job, we should be able to see the... uh, to, to, to see the depositions. We're paying for this legal process here. We're paying for this investigation and hearing. This is all our money. So you have to report back to us and say, OK, what did you find out? Was she unqualified? Of course she was unqualified.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would have, it would They all that. were. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken show, KFI. Oh, it's an oldie but goodie coming up after the news at 5 o'clock. Waiting to hear how much we're still on the hook for health care benefits to retired state workers. Mm. We have only funded 4% of the money we need to keep providing health and dental benefits for all state retirees, their dependents, and their beneficiaries. Let them pay for their own false teeth. Nah. yeah, or their implants. Yeah, do people still get false teeth? Sure. Uh, false teeth. You mean dentures? I like. I like false teeth. <laughs> that was replaced that's, with that's the. That's funnier. <laughs> Didn't George Washington have wooden teeth? You know what they did back then? They put in wooden teeth. Well, and... well, let let people pay for it.
2: I mean, uh, you know, every old uh, loser state worker,
0: we got to pay for their teeth, and. Leading right into it will be the story from lovely Manhattan Beach in the South Bay. There apparently is a contract negotiation going on between the city and the city firefighters. And apparently the average pay for a Manhattan Beach firefighter is $328,000 a year. I can't even absorb that number. That's... (laughs) That is that, unbelievable. That and is you think staggering. about it, I don't think it's as dangerous a job as firefighters in many other communities in California. No, I don't. I don't think there are many fires in Manhattan Beach. Uh, not maybe there's medical calls. Right? There's always some medical right, calls. Right, but those aren't aren't dangerous. Uh, not likely. So we'll no. explore how that happened. Because I can tell you, in a neighboring town called Hermosa Beach, they replaced them with the county firefighters. There's a point where you kind of have to do that. It might be a cheaper option because if you grow the department over the years and uh, they continue to have their union get bigger pay raises, you got to start looking at the bottom line, deciding we can't be doing this. And And then there's the pensions, as we just talked about.
2: Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at the statewide compensation numbers for the top 25 largest departments, and it looks like Manhattan Beach is just like way an outlier, even among the most well-paid departments.
0: Yeah, well, they've, they've done a good job in, in terms of uh, negotiating their way <laughs> good, up what, the scale. What's that story? And, and a big well, chunk of it, too, as we'll tell you, is overtime. That always plays a part in public employee pay, particularly in police and firework. Lots of overtime. How much
2: firefighter overtime is necessary in Manhattan
0: Beach? Well, this is a good story by Edward Ring, who's been on our show before. He's yeah. a researcher, and he, he explains how they do it. And we'll tell you that coming up after, during the 5 o'clock. It was like a scam to me. Uh, you know one of the places that John Cobelt has loved to uh, I would use the word pick on I guess uh, all I have to do is say the following two words and I think we'll know the store we're talking about Asiago cheese
1: <laughs> Bagel store
0: No 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 oh. oh well yeah John will tell you where uh, Whole Foods It's Whole
2: Foods But 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 no she is right we've talked a lot about the Asiago women who clog up the uh, bagel line
0: Right, but you first talked about it in reference, reference to going yeah. into the Whole Foods store and well, seeing the women it's, lined yeah, up.
2: It's Asiago cheese culture among women. Yes, that's not a cheese that men order.
0: Well, the Whole Foods founder and CEO John Mackey, who's actually retiring, you would think a place like Whole Foods, which attracts a lot of John's favorite West Side weenie people, oh yeah, to come in and get their organic vegetarian vegan needs and whatever else and lining up for their special cheeses well, it, it's all the non-stuff
2: it's uh, not
0: gmo yes no, people no. like these stores and they generally are of that ilk because they, they don't carry the common things that the riffraff eat no i sugar. can get great specialty
2: items everything is it's a really negative store though right it's brightly colored but everything is about what's not in there there's no sugar there is no preservatives there is no uh, gluten
0: there's no uh, genetically modified whatever. So what's Everything. the problem? Huh?
1: What's the problem? Well, but, uh, it...
0: I've gone into Whole Foods and gotten lots of big goods that are full of sugar. So that's just I, I know. But the signs are up. There's a sur- I, I was I was listening. I was reading a whole
2: story on this how people get manipulated by fake health products, organic products, and a lot of this stuff doesn't work. A lot of this stuff is just. Neutral it doesn't it's mean anything, right. but but people and especially women fall for this stuff. When that that in fact, the story was all about how Gwyneth Paltrow uh, makes makes her fortune by tapping into this desire to have something that's healthy and different and alternative and homeopathic and organic. It
0: appeals to, to people's basic wants. They want a better life. They want to live longer. So you just say that stuff and they'll gobble it up. No, I want something fatty and salty and. Right. You will die behind that microphone within a year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he put a
2: curse
0: on me. Oh, no. He just put, so a,
2: he put a hex on me. Yikes.
0: How's that? <laughs> cool, pool. Oh, well, you're so proud of being a... I'm going to outlive you. There you go. All right. There's there's something to look forward to. Uh, I'll we'll, make we'll... sure I outlive you. I don't know how you make sure that you outlive me. <laughs> you certainly <laughs> aren't on the right track to do that <laughs> with your habits, but... Uh, so, my surprise, this retiring founder and CEO, John Mackey, went on a podcast to complain about socialists taking over the U.S. Here's part of what he said.
4: Is it that everything is more politicized in terms my of... My concern is that I feel like socialists are taking over. They're marching through the institutions. They're taking everything over. they t- uh taken over education. It looks like they've taken over a lot of the corporations. It looks like they've taken over um, the military, and, and it's just continuing. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, I'm deeply concerned about... Um, um, you know, I'm a capitalist at heart, and I'm a li- I believe in liberty and capitalism. Those are my, yeah. my twin values. And I feel like, you know, with the way freedom of speech is today, Uh, The movement on on gun control, Um, a lot of the liberties that I've taken for granted most of my life, I think, are under
1: threat.
0: It just surprised me because when you consider the store and the customers, that sounds like kind of the opposite of a philosophy or ideology. He's just about making money, that's all. He'll sell whatever nonsense. Yeah, you're right. uh, He found a niche and he really has uh, uh, harvested probably quite a fortune. Out of it. If,
2: if these silly fools are obsessed with fake organic products, they I'll sell it to them. I'll his make term my fortune. Apparently,
0: he uses his conscious capitalism. Look, conscious capitalism. What he should do is stop feeding the socialists. <laughs> who, who does he? Who does he think is going into Whole Foods? Uh, it yeah, it is. You know, I I don't know whether or not he meant like the woke crowd, or is that now is that his term for it, socialists, or maybe they're uh, the same thing uh, to some I, people. I, yeah, well, the I Democrat socialists and. the...
2: Well, it's the people taking over, uh, you know, the universities and they've installed their woke curriculum and they've shut down free speech and they're brainwashing the students. But as he pointed through.
0: out, that now that's moved to like the grade schools and the high schools. Oh, it, it used has. to just be the college Absol- universities.
2: Oh, it absolutely has. It's I mean, now I, moved I, all the way down. I've seen the curriculum.
0: <laughs>
2: it's no joke on that.
0: All right. When we come back, uh, some good stuff about pensions and pay for public employees, particularly some firefighters in Manhattan Beach next. John and Ken show Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640.
2: Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money?
0: Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866 866- 866 691-2173 or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com.
2: That's buylegacygold.com.
4: Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente. El doctor ya te puede ver. ¿Verá que aunque eres muy activo, ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal? ¿Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida? ¿Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar? Y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto, igual que tu papá. En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente. Para todo lo que tú eres.
1: 18 plus live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage Alanis Morissette Cage the Elephant Celeste Barber Dierks Bentley Fade Hootie and the Blowfish Janet Jackson Kids Bob Kids Megan Trainor Fistle Pluma Sarah McLaughlin